0: In this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track, if you're an up-and-coming farmer looking to generate a sustainable income, chickens might be the answer. Find out how you can start your own chicken farm in 10 easy steps.
1: Halima Zawiya, a Nigerian farmer and chef, talks about how important it is for millennials to accept agriculture. She says their contribution can move the sector forward.
0: Farmers chose the hard thing about the hard things, building a business when there are no easy answers, as their book of the week. And the app of the week is an all-round information source for farmers.
1: And later in the show, we get the inside scoop on the newly launched Maluti Farming Pulse, a private land reform initiative based on, amongst others, business principles and the upscaling on new era farmers. which had to Pete Portritte, Manager of Developing Agriculture at the VKB Group. He has played an instrumental role in facilitating the birth of this groundbreaking initiative.
0: Livestock farmer Rifilwe Kutsia argues that the quality of your grass is irrelevant if you don't feed your livestock lucerne. She believes it helps keep their digestive and intestines in check. Also find out how Agility Agri can help you best prepare your employees for retirement in our
2: Health Squared Agri Update. This is Farmers Inside Track. Supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs.
0: Hey Mzanzi, welcome to episode 60 of Food for Mzanzi's weekly podcast called Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host Dawn Noomdu and you're listening to South Africa's leading farmers podcast.
1: And I'm Duncan Masua and Dawn, am I excited? The month of love is here! (laughs) And I know for many of our listeners, agriculture is a labour of love and I'm sure today's show is sure to inspire them. Duncan,
0: you're beginning to sound like a broody hen. Let's rather kick off today's show with the magic of broody hens. Chickens might be the secret towards a sustainable income. Journalist Donna van Eeden has put together 10 easy steps
3: to start your own chicken farm. South Africa is competitive in the global poultry industry and produces chicken at the sixth lowest price per kilo in the world. 2020 also saw the introduction of a new poultry sector master plan in the country, as announced by the Department of Trade and Industry, that aimed to stimulate local demand, boost exports and protect the domestic chicken industry. But what does it really take to start a chicken farm? I'm now joined by chicken farmer Maniano Rasmeni, owner of Rasmeni's Farming. So, Maniano. What is the first step to starting a chicken farm? The
4: most important thing is when you are starting out as a poultry farmer, it's to first understand your market and your environment and to understand who your market is going to be and how much resources do you have at your disposal. The minimum amount of chickens that you can start with to make a profitable business, it's about 100 broiler chickens. Broiler chickens are the breed that grows in six weeks. It's a quick turnaround income source. And most importantly, every household in our communities consumes a broiler chicken.
3: So how do you choose between the different types of chicken breeds? And would you elaborate on why you chose to go with chickens for meat and not Chickens for eggs or so-called layers.
4: The type of poultry breed that you decide for your business is totally up to you and what level of operation do you want to perform it? If you're looking at just doing chickens for meat, then it's always advisable to do broiler chickens because broiler chickens they give you turnaround time of six weeks. They grow from day old up to 2.2 kgs in about 40 to 45 days. But that's dependent on the type of feed that you're going to be using. You can't buy those type of chickens hybrid and expect to feed them low quality feed and give you the same results in six weeks time. So normally people use broilers as a quick cash option. And then also on the egg side, there's a breed called the Loman Brown. It's one of the most famous types of chicken layers because they've got a very high output with regards to the laying of the eggs and they're not very conducive for going outside. All they focus on is to make sure that they give you eggs to sell for profit. And then there are different types of breeds such as the Bosfeld chicken, which is originally from Limbombo. A Bosfeld chicken is a dual purpose breed. It can give you eggs, but not on the same level as a white legon. And it can also give you meat, but also not on the same level as a broiler chicken. Therefore, you can never say that you're specialized when you're using Boswell chicken, because it tends to give you half of half for each side of the commodity in poultry.
3: And Maniano, do you have any tips for building a chicken coop?
4: Building a chicken coop, it depends on the number of chickens that you want to focus on if you're just gonna be doing backyard chickens which you are gonna be raising about 50 broiler chickens you don't need a very big structure a five by three structure would be enough for you to keep up to 100 chickens at full clone but if you are looking at selling at commercial level it means that you must invest a bit on your infrastructure you might have to build structures for example a structure that's about 30 meters by six this made of concrete it normally costs you about 250,000 but the benefit of that it will last you longer and there will be less maintenance costs with regards to it Also with the chicken structure I always advise people who are new in the industry to start with zinc structures for the first one to two years because that way they can take their profits and build up to the level that they want to and they will be able to see the turn on investment quicker that way.
3: So I've heard that it's really expensive to feed chickens as feed takes such a big part of your financial input. What do you typically feed the chickens during the different parts of their life cycle and do you have any tips on how to reduce the costs of the feed for any up-and-coming chicken farmers?
4: The feed consumption of chickens will always be the deciding factor as to whether a farmer is successful or their business fails. Feeding constitutes about 60 to 70 percent of the total cost per chicken. But if you're an inexperienced farmer and you didn't get enough knowledge and training in your journey to becoming a farmer, it could easily go up from 80 to 90 percent of your total cost, therefore already making your business enterprise a failure. Broiler chickens, they are the ones that consume the most feed because they are for meat purposes and they've got a turnaround time of six weeks. So their diet is very highly formulated, which it must consist of a high protein diet, which will enable them to reach their desired hybrid weight of 2.2 kgs in about five to six weeks should you try to take any shortcuts with the feeding process for broiler chickens you will not achieve their desired weight therefore there is no way to run around the issue of the feeding unless you're doing layer chickens layer chickens require a much lesser protein diet because they do not focus on growing but they focus more on the output of the egg therefore their biggest ingredient is calcium calcium that also helps with the strength of the shell of the eggs and also the amount of eggs that they are able to give out but if we're going to be looking at dual purpose breeds which are normally found in the villages and in the townships which don't require much specialized feed you can easily start going lower in terms of the quality of feed because those type of birds do not grow In a ridiculous short amount of space of time therefore their diet is not highly formulated so the feed issue it just depends on what type of operation that you're looking at doing and how much you are going and like how much money you will be able to spend per month on to ensure that you get the desired outcome from your chickens how would you be able to reduce the cost of feed on your poultry enterprise The best way to reduce your cost of production on the feed side is to make sure that there is no wastage. Because wastage takes up about 15% of your total consumption of feed because the spillage when you open up bag wrongly or when you're pouring out into the dishes you start spilling over or the chickens would be walking on the trays or could be due to mice and rats. So the most important thing is to try to make sure that you do not waste feed that plays a major role in making sure that you can save and it's always advisable that you try and buy in bulk if you can be a cluster of farmers maybe five to ten which you can put money together each month and you can buy directly from the manufacturers because i know that some manufacturers require you to have at least about thirty thousand to be able to buy directly from them therefore you can easily get a bag by at least 100 rand less than what you would get if you were to go and buy from your local agricultural store and 100 rand is a lot of money and it could be the difference between profit and loss
3: and disease also seems to be a very big issue with chickens how can you keep your chickens healthy
4: with regards to disease management and sicknesses in poultry it's one of the most important factors that you always be one step ahead You should always vaccinate on time. You should always make sure your chickens don't miss any stage of their medication. Also, there are some medications which you can give to your chickens when they are not feeling well or when you start seeing symptoms. The most common factors in chickens on how they get sick is always the metabolism whereby they could have an infection in the stomach, which makes them not eat, makes them moody, makes them not able to be as productive as you want. And normally the easiest way to do that is just to flush it out with the sulfur mix, which will always get your chickens back up and running again. But like I said before, a chicken that's sick is gonna be a waste of time and it's gonna reduce your profits. So rather make sure that the environment is clean The water is clean, there's enough sunlight, there's enough ventilation, the bedding is not wet and everything is in good order so that they can be able to be comfortable and they can make a profit for you. Because chickens in distress, they don't perform optimally, therefore you are not going to reach the desired goals or output that you would like for your business enterprise.
3: Thanks so much for your very valuable input, Maniano. I'm sure this will be a big help to any up and coming chicken farmer out there.
1: Thanks, Donna. Next up, Halima Zaoya, a Nigerian farmer and chef about millennials and agriculture. The time has come for Africa's new generation farmers to rise up and if you didn't know, you're about to find out why.
5: Whenever I tell people that this is what I do, I get asked a lot, why agriculture? Was it given to you or was it your choice? Well, I've always had a passion for agri i I've always had a passion for all things nature. I remember my first poultry farming when I started with 100 birds. I got a lot of profit. That was when the real interest began. So yes, I kept expanding, adding more birds, and that led me to study in agriculture. So I chose agriculture because I see the potential and the advantage we have in Nigeria. I mean, our oil prices are not always constant. I mean, no matter how tough the situation gets, no matter how hard the economy gets, no matter how bad the oil prices crash, our land is always there. We have abundant land in Nigeria, arable land. We have abundant fertile soils. We have abundant rainfall. There are areas in Nigeria that experience rainfall All year round so we have basically everything so yes I wanted to change the perspective I wanted to try it so I started my rice farm with a little area as a trial of course the outcome was amazing and I decided I was getting bigger I was going bigger and I got a bigger land and I tried again but I failed yes I failed but I didn't stop I was not discouraged In fact, the failure actually made me realize how wonderful Nigeria is in terms of agriculture. Because we have a solution to literally everything, every problem. We have weed resistant varieties, we have flood resistant varieties, we have amazing fertilizers, rich inorganic and organic fertilizers. So we have basically everything. So yes, I tried and then I'm still doing it. So there's a lot of misconceptions about agriculture. A lot of people think that it is for the elderly or for the men or sometimes for the people living in the rural areas. But I think that's a no. I think that we limit that ourselves. I believe that there's no age limit or gender. In another case, people think that you need big capital and big land or tractors, big tractors to start agriculture. I still don't have a tractor and I'm doing good in the sector. I wanted to change the perspective. In Nigeria, we have about 82 million hectares of arable land, which is the agricultural land, and we use only 40% of that. So come to think about it, with the high rates of unemployed youth, don't you think that... Agriculture is the safest path to follow. We can make use of the land, the arable land. We have abundant land. We can make use of it, ride our economy, prevent the, or stop the unemployment and make Nigeria great again. So yes, I believe in agriculture. I believe that it is the present and the future of Nigeria. And I am one of the few females, youth that are into agriculture and I see the future in it. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us, Salima Zawiya, Nigerian farmer and chef. Next up, Pit Potghiter, manager of developing agriculture at the VKB Group. Now, as you might have read on Food Form Zanzi, farmers in the Eastern Free State have lifted the veil on Maluti Farming Pals, a private land reform initiative focused on the upskilling of new era farmers. Pit, amid spectacular failures, the Witzenburg Pels has become a highly respected model for private land reform and development in South Africa. Is Maluti Farming Pels built on the same principles?
6: Yes, Maluti Farming Pels based on the same principles as, as Witzenburg Pels, albeit that those principles uh, needed some adaptions for the specific region of the eastern free state, which in some respects differs materially from the Western Cape environment. But the driving principles like structured land reform based on business principles and to a farmer at the core of these ventures is exactly the same as the Witzenberg principles.
0: Pells of course is a national movement. Do you foresee similar projects being rolled out in other parts of the country?
6: Yes, PELS is a national movement. I think also now with the establishment of our PELS Centre Free State that will sort of enhance or, or accelerate the national movement of PELS. Because in the past, people thought that these principles could only be applied to intensive farming areas like like the Western Cape and with those specific circumstances there. But we establishing a Maluti farming PELS in a free state. It shows that you can adapt the same principles for different farming circumstances. In fact, the other farm PELS centers has already started to develop. There's one in Pumalanga, also one in the Eastern Cape.
0: Now, countless land reform projects have failed miserably over the last 26 years. How would you describe the magic of the PALS movement?
6: Yes, we're so used to failing land reform projects. I think the big difference with the PELS movement is that farmers in the area knows their circumstances and solutions best. And farmers are involved in the design of those solutions, which is very important. We believe with PELS that that farmers are actually in the best position to find solutions. Although they need other stakeholders, the farmers take the lead then on these initiatives. And when farmers start to be creative and start to work together to find solutions, put you on a whole new level finding sustainable solutions for a long term.
0: What are some of the program highlights that you're looking forward to?
6: The highlights of the launch is, of course, the Minister is doing the keynote address and with her direct participation, albeit via electronic media, it is definitely a highlight. But also, then the MSC for Agriculture in the Free State and the Mayor for the local district is also involved. So, the three tiers of government working together in tandem to highlight. Another highlight is then where we will also engage during the launch with people from the Witzenburg Pels area, Lennox Plaikies, as well as Peter de Toei. They will give direct inputs, albeit also due to COVID via electronic media. But that to me is also a very highlight that I look forward to. Also agribusiness participating. And in the room we have the farmers and core local people or stakeholders involved uh, but then we have per electronic facility, and through watching through live stream, we have 35 companies that is also logged in. Involvement of agribusiness is another highlight, and also organized agriculture. We're both AFASA, Mr. Sox Masoko, is Secretary general of AFASA, and he is giving a message of encouragement, as is the CEO of Agri-SA, Christof van der Rede. And both of them then is sharing a platform, and that is also a highlight. But to me, the highest highlight of this event is where farmers of local farmers, a new era farmer, that is Dr. Agnes Satay, as well as a commercial farmer, Mr. Gert Bester, will talk out of their heart what this initiative is meaning to them. So that to me is the actual highlight, or the cherry on the cake so to say, which I'm looking forward to. And then, of course, we as VKB, which have facilitated this process and led the process up to now, it's also presenting and telling people how the Pell Centre will actually work. Thank you. I hope that answers some of your questions. Goodbye.
0: Thank you, Pit Potrider, Manager of Developing Agriculture at the VKB group. Wow, Mom, why did you put on this chicken? Well, I was trying a new recipe using grain chickens.
3: Oh, Mom, this is amazing. You can't
0: go wrong with 100% South African farm-quality chicken. With a range of fresh, frozen, and marinated products, make grain chickens your number one choice. grain chickens from the farms of the Free State. Need we say more? If you want quality, ask for grain chickens at a leading store. Grainfield chickens. Bring home the taste. Visit Grainfield
1: filled This is Farmer's Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food for Mzanzi. Our economy is in a dark place and many people are considering starting their own businesses, including agricultural enterprises. But this author is brutally honest about how hard it is to run one. Our book of the week as selected by our farmers is titled The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Building a business when there are no easy answers by Ben Horowitz. In the book he talks about two kinds of
7: friends that you need as an entrepreneur. One, it's a very lonely job in that you're out there, you put yourself out there, you say, hey, I'm gonna start a company. Isn't that a great idea? And everybody's like, oh yeah, Silicon Valley, start a company, you're gonna be rich, Mark Zuckerberg, go for it. And then what kind of happens to you is you you go, okay, I'm gonna start a company, I got this idea, now I I gotta start hiring people. So everybody I know, who I really respect, I'm gonna try and get them to join my company. And then, you know, Everybody who like, really trusts me and believes in me, I'm gonna try and see if they'll give me some money for my company. And then I'm gonna start building it. And then things start going like, really like, wrong. Do I have any entrepreneurs here? <laughs> yeah, okay, so you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, stuff starts going really wrong. And so then you're kind of all of a sudden like, totally alone because you are terrified that all the people that you know and trust the most, and really your entire circle is connected to that company, And if you start failing, like, who do you call? Like, what do you do? There's kind of two kinds of friends that are extremely valuable. The first kind is that friend who, when you call them and you have good news and you need to share it with somebody and you need them to like, feel happy for you, not like, oh, that's great. Screw that guy, you know, behind their back. (laughs) Screw that guy. I don't like him anyway. Um, But really happy for you, like happier than if it had happened to them. Because you kind of, you need that support going when something goes right to keep you going because you know things are going to go bad eventually. And then when something goes wrong, like who can you call that might be able to help you out of just like a horrible, terrible situation? Who might be able to reach out and say, okay, you're falling off the cliff, like give me your hand. Those are the two kinds of friends that you need and bless you if you can find somebody like that what an inspiring book there by
1: ben horowitz the author of a book titled the hard thing about hard things building a business when there are no easy answers remember you can email info at foodformzanzi.co.za if you want to suggest the next book of the week next up the AgriAssistant assistant app is an all-round information source for farmers Its cool features include agricultural news, technical manuals, a service directory, up-to-date weather forecasts, farming organizations and reference material.
3: The Agri Assistant app is definitely a must-have for Mzanzi farmers. It's proudly South African, it's multilingual and it has everything from expert advice to contacts, news and even more. We played around on the app for a little bit and there are many benefits for farmers. I personally really like the countrywide listing of organizations that support farmers and the reference material section that's really cool. It covers various agricultural products including soil types, planting schedules, pest and disease control and anything else that you would like to learn about. If you need technical assistance there's advice on equipment such as irrigation control, computers and vehicles. The Agri-Assistant app is available for download on both Google Play Store and the Apple Store
4: life in south africa can be a lot i mean scroll through twitter for a minute and tell me i'm wrong thank god for south africans though right we're inspiring and even on the bad days we fight back with a smile that's why i love food form zanzi so much they're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story
0: Remember to stay tuned for our chat with livestock farmer Rifilwe Kutzir. But first, the Health Squared Agri Update, empowering future-focused farmers. This week, Bianca Fallioun, the Director of Marketing Distribution and Rewards, unpacks how Agility Agri can help you best prepare your employees for retirement. I'm joined now by Bianca Falyun. She's the Director of Marketing Distribution and
8: Rewards at Agility Agri you. welcome back and it's so great to have you with us.
9: Thank you Dawn, thanks for having us.
8: This week we're unpacking the Health, Square and Agility AgriWay Retirement Fund Solutions and this is definitely positioned as a solution for agribusinesses and agripreneurs who would like the benefits of a Provident Fund combined with a medical scheme cover and so much more. But what is it does the Agility Retirement Fund Solution offer farmers?
9: the retirement portion of employee benefits play a pivotal role in the agri-space. So, you know, we often find that farming communities or farmers as individual entities see their workers as part of the big family. There's a lot that farmers very often feel they want to do in order to assist their employees in having access to some sort of retirement solution. And while it is part of a healthcare offering as well as a well being offering, you know, this really speaks to a specific perceived need for financial assistance, whether they go on retirement or whether the employee actually passes away, there needs to be funds available for their families. It does speak to a a dedicated need in the agri-sector. And we approach this to say, but how can we make it easier to access for farmers to offer some benefit to employees for retirement? And then also to integrate that with some group risk benefits. So you can always decide on just taking retirement funding as a service separately, or you can combine it with affordable group risk benefits like death and critical illness type cover that gives you a little bit more comprehensive benefits during their working age or after retirement.
8: Now besides what you just mentioned now, what are some of the other benefits investors should know about and consider when thinking about taking this package?
9: There are a number of key aspects that employers looking for retirement solutions for their workers should continuously keep in mind. And each and every one of these factors that we're going to be listing now has a direct impact on the end result, you know, on the investments, but also on the money that actually goes into savings. Because I mean, in an investment environment, you want as much as possible funds to go into that investment portfolio and not have it eroded by all kinds of unnecessary costs and fees. So for the agri sector, you know, we've built a product, a model that ensures that there are reduced administration fees. And those reduced administration fees have a significant impact on the money that remains available that's actually going into that investment, you know. So employers should firstly look at cover that provides the lowest amount of administration fees because that can very easily eat away at the money that's being put aside for retirement. Then asset management fees is another aspect that should be taken into account when assessing various options. So we've partnered with Signia as an investment firm and their entire range of portfolios cater for very low asset administration. Then it also has a knock-on effect that if you take the retirement solution, along with a group risk solution, those group risk premiums could actually be reduced because it's part of a bigger integrated solution. So the options around tailoring a solution specifically for an employer is a lot broader. Then the important part of our offering to the market out there is it's based on life stages. So we call it life stage portfolios and those investments are being done based on the typical risk profile that would be relevant to a person's life so to give you an example if you are a young employee and you know you don't really have a very big family that you might have to look after after retirement you still have a long way to go for retirement you can afford to invest in in slightly, higher risk portfolios that gives you a little bit of a better return. So your appetite for risk is probably a bit higher, but then obviously you get the benefit of an increased return. And then we have a moderate fund, which caters for sort of the average between, let's say, the ages of 28 and 45, you know, and that's where you have a balanced portfolio, which gives you sort of equal balance of high risk, high return and lower risk investments with slightly lower returns. And then obviously, as you move closer towards retirement, you don't want to invest in any risk, you know, high risk portfolio. And there you go a little bit more moderate in the approach to investment. Then all investment houses have various fund structures, but we do a combination of active fund management and passive fund management. So that gives you really a balanced benefit to both of those investment strategies. And they vary, especially with the Black Swan events that we saw now during COVID, where investments were significantly impacted worldwide by their return. Situations like those, a combination of passive and active investment strategies do come out very positive at the end of the day. It's really all about ensuring that we have options available, for employers you and that we can tailor the approach that suit their specific needs.
8: Definitely quite dynamic in terms of the offering and making sure that it sort of fits every farmer's need at the time. And and that's quite vital when it comes to making a decision about whether or not you wanna take a specific solution. You've just mentioned some of the different features. Is there anything else that farmers
9: should know and consider? The one thing I think that stands out, and especially in the agri space, is the fact that employers want to look after their employees, but they don't really always understand exactly how this works and what it entails. So it's very good to do some investigation and do some research to see what options are out there. Speak to a financial advisor, you know, get more than one opinion and compare those asset management fees and the administration fees. Because at the end of the day, that plays a pivotal part in getting maximum outcome on investments.
8: Bianca managing through these highly volatile periods such as dealing with the COVID nineteen pandemic is not easy. You know, people are really struggling out there. How can investors then measure the performance of the investment when they decide to take the specific solution or anything eligible to agree um, at this moment in time?
9: It's very important that you critically assess how the funds that you've been invested into are performing under various circumstances. Now, for the layman out there, I mean, it's impossible to really understand. It's vital that you speak to a financial advisor or an investment specialist that can give you expert advice on these topics. But very often also, employers take out solutions for their employees And they kind of just leave it because they have covered. So why bother again with it? But it's important that they assess it on an ongoing basis and see, listen, is this still the best solution out there? Especially with the dynamic environment that we're sitting in and investment performance is immediately affected by it. And that's probably going to be quite interesting to watch over the next year or so. And no one really knows exactly what the market is going to be doing. So really taking a a critical look and assessing. Is there something better out there? Are we happy with what we have and really just always optimize the investment that you're making?
8: No, definitely. And if farmers are considering this specific product, what should they know and how could they possibly find out more and reach the Agri to actually make a decision about this?
9: The assessment is performed by a financial advisor. but. We would suggest that they speak to someone who's had significant experience, especially within the agri sector, or they can make contact with Agility Agri directly and speak to us and we can provide them with a solution that's completely unique. That does also integrate a broader range of employee benefits, health care, well-being, and really integrate it and put it into a single solution. That way, farmers can get access to more affordable cover, but also something that can be tailor-made to their unique requirements.
8: And that brings us to the end of today's Health Squared update, taking on the retirement fund solution. Bianca, in closing, anything that you'd like to add? It's been a great time chatting to you over the past few weeks. And you mentioned earlier that this year is going to be a great year, so that positivity really got to me, so thank you so much for that. <laughs>
9: There's always opportunity and adversity, Dawn, and we are firmly committed to the agri-industry. Obviously, you know... Agriculture plays an enormous role in South Africa and there are some positive aspects and I feel like we need to invest a whole lot more in our workforce. There's so many benefits if you invest in your employees and look after their healthcare, their well-being, their access to stuff like retirement services. So that investment into your employees will inevitably have a return at some point. So for us to, I think in this year, That whole employee well-being aspect is going to be important because we want to keep employees as productive as possible, as healthy as possible. Mental well-being is coming to the forefront and all these aspects have an impact on their ability to do their jobs, to work productively. Yeah, the agility agri-solution really just supports that narrative to ensure that we really assist the agri-employers in getting in touch with those benefits and, and reaching out to make sure that, you know, they are well informed about these things. But it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you again for having us.
8: That was Bianca Fillion, Director of Marketing, Distribution and Rewards at Agri. Thanks once again and everything of the best for the new year.
9: Thank you, Dawn. The same to you.
1: That's it for this week's Hell Squared Agri Update. But on a lighter note, home-cooked Basitsana Daika believes living on a student budget does not necessarily mean surviving on two-minute noodles. She shares her secret to the perfect Mzanzi home-cooked meal. My personal secret ingredients to making an amazing, delicious home-cooked meal, it definitely has to be garlic and my six-gun girl's those two are the perfect geo in my kitchen to make amazing and delicious meals every day
0: thank you chef Dekar. and be sure to check out her interview and recipe on foodformzanzi.co.za
1: We've just about reached the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track episode. But before we let you go, livestock farmer Rafilwe Kutsia argues that the quality of your grass is irrelevant if you don't feed your livestock glycerin. Let's find out why she believes it helps keeps their digestive and intestines
2: in check. A farming tip. If you start farming, don't go for cows. You're going to have to groom that calf for months and months, which means expenses from your pockets. And then you're going to have to wait to see whether the calf is fertile, whether it's ready for breeding, and if it's going to give you healthy calves from itself. If it's a bull, you're going to have to see whether the bull is healthy for breeding. If it's a heifer, you're not sure whether a is going to give you some healthy offsprings. If you can and you are lucky and you're fortunate and you have the finances, go for either pregnant heifers that is about to give birth. Whenever you buy from a breather, or whenever you buy livestock, let the breeder give you the medical certificate, which gives you the pregnancy, how far in the terms the hypha will be, and then the testing for diseases. They need to give you a vet certificate. Always make sure when you buy pregnant hyphers from a breather, let them give you a medical certificate, a vet certificate. If you can, we call it in the farming industry, we call it a two-in-one. If you can get a two-in-one, which means it's a hypha, Plus it's calf, which it means that the hifer comes with its calf. And it's usually only uh, maybe three, four thousand rand more than you would get a pregnant heifer for. So financially, I would go for a two in one. That is how I've started up. That is how my family started up. That is what we are doing. We get two in one, pay that three to five thousand rand extra than what I would have paid for a normal heifer or pregnant heifer and get it going. And always remember, you need at least one bull. You cannot buy only heifers And then you don't have a bull. Mating season, guys, come on, you need to grow this farming industry. Good luck. And Rifilo Kutsias Farmer Tip of the Week brings
0: us to the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Foodform Zanzi. For daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists who go above and beyond to feed South Africa, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za. Or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And remember, if you love the podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, your family members, and fellow farmers. The Farmers Inside Track is available for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and of course, also on foodformzanzi.co.za.
0: From me, Don Umdu, Duncan Masiwa, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a great week, and please... Let's continue to keep each other safe during the COVID-19 pandemic.
2: You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Forms Ansi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.